Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, just tweeted that out. All right, all right. Oh, Josh, what's up, man? How you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? I can. Okay, Let's go. Welcome to to the podcast, the show, whatever this is. I don't know. Stream, just random WBC stream. Yeah, yeah I'm happy to be on. It's fun. I mean, I just watched that whole two-hour thing. Uh, but, I mean, I'm excited for this tournament. It's going to be really fun. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, I watched uh, – like you know, I had it on the whole time, but I probably watched like in depth until the Israel part, and then just kind of like yeah, as it kept me like not paying attention. But uh, I mean, it was cool also because like there was some guys in there that uh, I you know I know that I didn't know were playing in it. So like for example, like um, Canada, Kate Smith is a pitcher in Cleveland's organization, and I didn't know he was going to be in it. So as soon as I saw that, I texted him. But we got pretty good representation in, in Cleveland, you know, in the organization. I think we have about like seven players. So it's pretty good. Yeah, that's huge. I I was pretty excited to see all the guys from uh, in the Cleveland org that were going to be playing. There were a lot that were uh, that were rumored, so to see a lot of those guys on the rosters is pretty cool. Um, how so? If for those that don't know, Josh Wolf is a pitcher prospect in the Guardians organization. Um, he is. You're from Houston, right? Yes, yeah, so I'm from Houston. Yeah. Okay. And so he's he's pitcher in the Guardian to organization. He is on Team Israel for the World Baseball Classic, which is super exciting. So, how are you feeling about it? How do you how did you how do you look uh, like the the roster when you when you saw it finally? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of studs on this roster. It's it's definitely like a, I think I saw a few quotes saying like this is the deepest Israel roster that they've had. So it's obviously you know an honor to be a part of that. But yeah. uh, just overall, like I'm excited. There's some really, really exciting prospects. Um, and also, you know, you have the big league talent. But uh, I faced actually one of them, Matt Mervis. Um, I faced him, I think it was two seasons ago, uh, not knowing he's Jewish. And again, it's kind of cool seeing just at the time, I didn't know that he was Jewish. And like, as 
I progressed, I figure out he is, and it's just, okay, now we're on the same team, and it's just full circle like, like that. But, um, you know, I saw him tearing it up in double-A, triple-A last year. So uh, it's just cool, I feel like, for this tournament, the nice thing is in this stage, you know, there's going to be a lot of guys who are going to be able to kind of show out and have that. I think mm. they mentioned it on that broadcast, uh, for like example, like Xander Bogart's back when he first played. No one really knew a lot about him, and then he goes and he plays for – um, the Dutch and you get that opportunity where you get to potentially shine on a team that's going to be facing all these other great teams. So in our yeah. case, you know, for, in Israel's case, we have this pool of death and yep. you know, all those teams, if you can, if one of us or whatever, if we go out there and we play well, the opportunities are endless at that point because mm. for the young guys, especially because we're facing the top of the top on top mm -hmm. of that, the crowd's going to be electric and we're going to be, you know, the most fans I've probably pitched against is, uh, is like 5,000 at an opposing ballpark. Uh, and now there's going to be wild Dominican fans, wild Puerto Rican fans, Venezuela and Nicaragua. So it's just, it's going to be a crazy pool right there in tournament. It is overall. Dude, that is Miami is going to be like the epicenter of baseball for like two weeks. Like it's yeah. going to be electric, especially with the pool that you said, like, you obviously have the top three teams with that that everybody knows like the consensus, some of the top teams in, in the world right now with the Dominican Republic, Venezuela, and Puerto Rico. But Israel has some dogs. Nicaragua's got some good players. So, I mean, every game, no matter what the matchup is, that pool is going to be pretty ridiculous. You know, the thing that I think is really – it's baseball, right? So the thing that's amazing about even in that pool and why it could be crazier than people think is um, – because it's baseball, there's always a chance of upsets. Yep. Uh, a pitcher has a great game, some hits, you know, has some timely hits. And because of those three teams, I feel like all Puerto Rico, Dominican, and Venezuela, they can all beat each other. And I, I believe that us and even Nicaragua, we can pull out a win on our best day against one of those teams. So that pool has a potential to be a complete just mess at the end of it. Well, and also think like the way I was thinking about it with the WBC, especially this year, is like I'm, I'm thinking there's never a time in MLB or like in like the high levels of baseball to where it's like a one game and you're out. Like yeah. other than maybe like the tiebreaker to get the wild card, you know, like it's always a series in the playoffs. So for this, if you get if you get out of the pool stage, it's a one game. It's a one and done. So if if y'all somehow find a way to like get a win or two in the pool stage and make it out. You got Dean Kramer on the mound. You got Matt Mervis in the middle of that lineup. Like you could, you could definitely do some damage. The power in our lineup is definitely there. That's the thing I'm excited about and to see is Peter, John Peterson and Matt Mervis. You know, with those two guys alone, that's a lot of power. Yeah. Oh yeah. And all the, the other players, you know, that they put on the roster. Those are. Those, I saw Zach Giloff. You know, Giloff. I don't know if I pronounced it. Like he's a style. Also, it's cool. Like a guy like Danny Valencia. I yeah. Him. On top of that, I think that's another underrated part of our team is the coaching. Um, we're gonna have from the hitting side, just in general. You know, obviously, Ian Kinsler, the manager, that's an awesome guy to have teaching you about the game. Oh yeah. Hitting wise, you have Brad Osmus and Kevin Euclid, who I grew up watching, uh, being from. Oh Houston, yeah. Especially Brad Osmus. Um, so, and then pitching wise, Josh Zai, who was pitched in the tournament. Um, so just to learn from those guys is going to be huge for a lot of us. I think that's one of my favorite parts of the WBC too, is guys like you that haven't made it to the league yet, 
Um, you, you have pr plenty of prospect pedigree, but you haven't had the chance to really, I guess, face MLB talent or, or had the, the chance to, um, I don't know, like you said, there's going to be these crowds that you haven't experienced before. This is just like, I, I feel like incredibly valuable experience that prospects get to have that they normally wouldn't in just like spring training, you know? For sure. Yeah. And, you know, for me, uh, I feel like the past two years I haven't performed how I'd like. So I'm kind of treating this, hopefully, is this mm. going to be like a coming out party for me, right? You know, yeah. the trade that I was in uh, was a big trade. And I want the fans of Cleveland to know that like I'm for real. Uh, yeah. and there's a chance who knows I could face Lindor in this tournament. How cool would that be? So that's funny that you say that. Cause I know that we talked about that before, but we just had a question in the comments. I don't know if you saw it. It says, um, which is, so this is like streamed on YouTube as well from Aaron Weinberg. He said, which batter are you most looking forward to facing from the teams in the pool? Yeah. So I think if I face Lindor, that might be one of, that's the coolest thing in my career right there. Cause, uh, playing wise, right. Uh, because of just how that trade went down. And then now I get to face him in such a big tournament. Uh, mm -hmm. It's almost like, it, obviously, this is not how they'll be judged. But, like, in my head, if I could get him out right there, I'm like, all right, I, I won the trade right there. You like, won. You won the trade. It's over. Cleveland won. Josh won. <laughs> uh, that's just how I'm kind of viewing it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. I would love to see that. So it was... What was the trade? It was Francisco Lindor for you and who else? So another cool, yeah. So Andres Jimenez was in the trade. He's in the pool as well. So yeah, uh, that's well. true. So there's three, three members of that trade in the the pool just alone. But it was that's uh, wild. Carrasco um, and Lindor over New York for myself, Ahmed Rosario, Jimenez, and Isaiah Green. Um, so yeah, so it was a big trade. But uh, yeah, I mean, just a lot like that. Facing Andres Jimenez would be pretty cool. I'm, you know, friends with him, so like facing him would be pretty awesome. I mean, any any guy. I was talking to uh, some of my buddies about this. Like every hitter that I face probably would be the best hitter that I faced in my career up to that point, right? So, yeah. And for most guys, I feel like on our team as well. So that's just a real. The adrenaline is gonna be pumping. Just it's gonna be a really cool experience. Yeah, man. I'm so excited for you. It's gonna be so much fun. I mean, I really like Israel's roster. The name that when we were streaming it here during the watch party, the name that most people were surprised by, because most of the names on Israel's roster were at least rumored up to this point. I mean, we knew yeah. most of the roster. But the name that people were pretty surprised by was Alex Dickerson. Yeah, yeah. So I saw that, and uh, I read that his wife is Jewish. So yeah. But uh, no, really cool. Uh, I mean, we definitely, we needed that MLB power. Is just that's needed in this roster, I feel like, so. It's going to be great to have him. Um, yeah. Then just on top of that, like, you know, I feel like the pitching staff, to be honest, uh, it's pretty deep. Um, we have a lot of pitchers in the but it's pretty deep. Uh, a lot of MLB talent on that roster, on the pitching staff. So mm -hmm. uh, it, it's just, it's going to be real interesting to see how this whole tournament shakes up um, in our side. But all the other pools as well are, are very, very interesting. I think the, the pool that I'm excited to watch, obviously, you know, USA that you know, with that pool because uh, that's another one that like it's up in the air like you don't know who's gonna come out of that pool. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, you know the US will, but then that second team is is up for grabs. So uh, I have a buddy, um, Ion Frias. He's on Colombia. Uh, yeah, I'll be looking forward to watching him in it. And like I said, Cade Smith is another one. 
So there's, there's a few people that I'm mean, just excited to watch, you know, uh, get the opportunity to, like I said, just show out in front of a global stage at this point. Yeah, the, the, t the pools are really interesting because I think they're kind of spread out they're not they're not necessarily randomized like they are in the uh in the world cup where there's like a lottery system so some people are kind of confused at how the pools are split up i, was too. I like i so what's that no i was too because i was thinking yeah. about just just from a electricity standpoint to have like i don't know if it, it was a, not allowed but cuba in our pool instead of us would have been like probably one of the coolest pools to have cuba because there's a lot of cubans in miami but i, I don't yeah. know if it's like a you know they're not they're not allowed just because it's the United States. I don't know. I just feel like that would have been a cool addition to this pool. And then that put, would have been crazy. Yeah, and then put uh, if by the way they do it, like to have Israel in the pool with I'm making it up, but like Italy, the Dutch, uh, the Czech Republic, like those teams. I feel like in my head it would have made more sense. Uh, mm -hmm. But I, I don't make the pool, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think the way it works is like they took a combination of like previous WBC success. So like the way that they performed in 2017 and the, the like the standings that they finished in plus um, plus the WBSC rankings, which is like from at like from all of the international, like the WBC tournaments all the way down to like youth baseball. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a combination of all of that. And then also it's regional. So it would make sense for me though, for like you said, to have Cuba play with all those other teams and all the yeah. Cuban fans. And then y'all get to play, if y'all got to play like the Dutch team and the Czech team and the Italian team, because that's like the same region. Yeah. So, but I mean, it, it's, it's confusing. But last uh, classic, uh, it was another type or we went to or we uh, the israel team was in uh, i believe taiwan for it uh and they played all those teams and the dutch was in it in cuba um, yeah but yeah uh, i just i remember i don't know if you've ever seen they made a, a documentary about that uh last classic about the israel team that was a really cool documentary dude yeah i uh i, I was actually about to say that because someone also mentioned in the comments it says uh, if this is from brandon plant he says has the team watched the heading home documentary will israel be bringing back the mensch on the bench so that i don't know i know that uh we have a group chat uh now with the team so if that's mentioned uh, i'll look out for it but so far i don't know um but yeah the, uh, the documentary itself uh i've watched it i don't know if everyone else has but um, they're actually making – there's a new documentary that it's pretty cool. The team is – That's right. To, yeah, the team is going to uh, to have it – like the whole team is going to watch it at a movie theater in uh, Jupiter. Uh, so that would be a cool experience. Just they're going to take you know everyone and, and run out of theater and have it, I, I believe, uh, put on you know one of the movie screens there. So that would be a cool thing to do. That's cool. Yeah. No, I, I think that's really – that's honestly a really good idea and really important for teams like Israel to where it's not all homegrown players and it's a lot of players from different backgrounds um, because there's not a lot of, I don't know, like you have cultural similarities and of course you're Jewish and all of the other players on the team are Jewish, but you all come from so many different places. So to be able to have like those opportunities to bond and, and to get to know each other and hear from each other's like different backgrounds, is pretty cool. Um, I wanted to ask because I, I know we've probably talked about this briefly, but for the people that don't know, what is your connection to the Israel team? Yeah, so my uh, I'm Jewish, obviously my my whole family is, but it, you know, deep in that, just like my mom is from Israel, 
uh, my grandparents, um, they uh, escaped Iraq and they went to Israel. Uh, so when they were young, so they're, you know, Israeli. Um, my cousins are all over there for the most part. So I have a pretty deep connection. On top of that, you know, the, the Team Israel, the WBC team means a lot because my uh, grandfather had actually gone by himself. I was in high school at the time. He went by himself to Taiwan to watch the whole entire WBC in that pool. Uh, no way. He had gone um, by himself, and uh, I was so jealous at the time. But he um, he was just, you know, because I was getting into baseball, or I was into baseball, he was getting into baseball even more because he didn't really know what baseball was growing up. But as I was playing it, he got more and more interested. And I just remember telling him about this, and he's like, oh, there's a team Israel? Because he didn't even know about it. And he books a flight, and he's in Taiwan, and he's well, he went to Taiwan. I believe he went to Japan as well to see the second wow. round. Yeah, so it's just it's really cool, and uh, it was awesome to be able to tell him, hey, like I made the team because uh, I remember Tim telling me back in 2017, he's like, I told this lady, I believe she was the head at the time of the you know Team Israel, uh, the federation, and he's like, I told him that my grandson is really good, and he's gonna be on the team in a couple <laughs> years. It happened, so I'm pretty happy about that. No way. That must yeah. have been so cool for him yeah, and for you, your your whole family. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so do you so you said your your mom was born in Israel. She's she from Israel. There. She was born there. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so for the for people that don't know as well, Israel has different citizenship laws than a lot of other countries. And of course, the like eligibility to make the team is based on citizenship or a passport. And so since Josh is Jewish, he's eligible for the team. But also your mom is there from there. So that's even more so. More easy. But yeah, for, for just all the players, the reason that they can put this team together be, is because of the law of return. Uh, so yeah. every Jewish person is that you know able to get an Israeli passport uh, if they'd like. So because of that, that's how they can make this team. But you know, like you were saying, I think, it's very important, like you said, because everyone comes from a different background. But at the end of the day, like a lot of the success from these national teams comes from that, you know, love for your country. And I think that's a really big thing for some of these players who may not have had that connection to mm -hmm. gain that connection as much as they can before this tournament. So they kind of know that they're playing for a bigger reason than mm -hmm. just themselves. Right. So I think uh, like, like you said, like having this movie being played and, I'm sure there's going to be other things set up that are going to help with just the team uh, uh, and just, you know, learning about the country they're representing. So was it kind of already no known, like <clears throat> you're Jewish, is it kind of known around the league, the different Jewish players, or is it, was it kind of a surprise when you learned that some of these guys were Jewish? Yeah. So I was saying like, there's some guys I had no idea when I first faced Matt Mervis. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. No clue that he was. And then, you see articles because there aren't a ton you see articles when there is success from the Jewish players. So I'd seen that he was and he was doing well. And, you know, I feel like there's just a, like a, a brotherhood from the Jewish guys in the league. There's a, a player uh, who made the team, Rob Kaminsky. Um, and we'd followed each other only probably a year ago or so. Uh, but we'd message, message each other um, occasionally. And just like, we were both pretty pumped to make the team, but like, it's just cool. Cause even though I've never met some of these guys, like I feel like I, I do know them already because of just we're Jewish and we were in pro ball since there's not many of us. 
Mm, that's so cool, man. So did you? So you watched? Did you watch the 2017 one? Yeah, I, I was in high school watching it. You know, in class. Uh, <laughs> since it wasn't, I think Taiwan. Uh, uh, I believe it was Taiwan, but uh, since it was overseas, the uh, the games were in like the morning. So I remember sitting in the back of class watching the team, and you know, because they did, they made a Cinderella run at the time. Uh, so yeah. that was really cool to watch, and that kind of made me like really want to play and. A real cool thing for me too is I have the messages from like 2013 uh, that I sent to uh, someone from like the Israel baseball wanting to play for like their 15U team if they had one. All wow. the, yeah, all the way back then, and I, I didn't know that my baseball career would take off like this. So again, like it's just super cool for me to have that and then actually be rep- representing the team at the biggest stage. That is, that's so cool. That's such a cool story. I'm so glad that you got to make the team. I know that we were talking about um, a couple of weeks back, the opportunity that you might be able to make the team. Not sure if you'd actually be on the roster. I'm so glad that that Cleveland let you because I know that a lot of the guys weren't able to, um, or they just couldn't figure out the insurance or if they uh, could actually play in the tournament. So um, I, this is something I've asked the, the people that have been on. I wanted to ask, I kind of want to ask every guest, what is the thing that you are most excited for about the WBC not on the field? A hundred percent. It's learning from the guys that I'm going to be playing with. Uh, it just more so how to carry myself and uh, how to be, a, especially the big leaguers, just how to be mm. a big leader, how to carry myself like a big leader. Cause I ultimately like, I want to, you know, get to that level. Um, and this is an opportunity that not many guys get. So uh, being able to to hang out with the guys um, that are older than me and learning from them is going to be really cool. Uh, I have like a jo- I have a Jock Peterson jersey from when I was younger. Like it's again, it's like all this stuff is really cool to me. That now I'll be playing with these guys and being able to pick their brains and figure out what can make me successful in the future. Yeah, that's super cool. I know there's going to be a lot of those guys that I feel like just from hearing stories about different guys on the roster are like just really solid dudes. Like they're veterans. They've been in the league for a long time. Being around Jock Peterson, I'm, I'm sure is going to be a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, so I really hope that you do get that opportunity to learn from a lot of them. Um, did you, and this is, this is trying to pull it just out of my memory. I don't remember exactly what happened. I remember there was a moment in the world series a couple of years ago when the Astros were playing against the Braves where apparently uh, it was like Max Freed was pitching to Alex Bregman, who hit a pop-up to Jacques Peterson, which is like the first time that it ever happened for three Jewish players. Connection, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. I just feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like since the 2017 WBC and then the Tokyo Olympics, Jewish baseball, Israeli baseball, has just gained a lot of steam, at least from my perspective. Yeah, I know in Israel the the game is definitely growing and like credit to peter kurtz the uh the head of you know israel he, he does a great job uh over there in pushing the game uh, because i know a lot of israeli kids and jewish kids uh that live there um they they love baseball but because there aren't a ton of facilities out there what you know they have is 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 limited so they they don't have yeah. to play but i know that now it's starting to grow and grow and um this is just another thing that's going to help because this will be very global, like I said. So once this makes its way over there, I know that a lot of kids are going to see this and 
want to pick up a baseball. So uh, I actually haven't been to Israel since my bar mitzvah in 20, 2013, um, but I'd love to go back uh, very soon and, and do something along the lines of like a camp or something like that uh, with with the kids over there. Because I know it's I've, I saw recently uh, Nelson Cruz, I believe, um, he had went there with a few other players and they had a camp. So like it, it just looked like a blast. So I'd love to do something similar to that. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think I did see that as well. Um, that was actually going to be my next question, if you've been or the last time that you had been to Israel. So that would be really cool if they could set up some sort of like trip for the team to go or something. I don't we know. We did that last time. They, they actually, I don't know if you know that. So yeah, they, in 2017. Oh, really? In January, they took uh, probably like 10 to 12 players um, to Israel. Uh, they ended up flying them on uh, some players like airplane and they ended up taking mm -hmm. them to israel and and just like i said like it was like a learning about the country they're representing so i wish they could do that this year but i think because of the timing and how like the rosters were done i believe like when they did in 2017 they're already done the rosters all all the way in january and mm -hmm. now i had to wait so the tournament's in a month so you don't really have time to move to do that trip uh but yeah, that makes sense definitely i think the next one uh, I think that'd be a really cool thing to do is to take some guys over there and just for them to learn uh, about the history and just everything about the country they're representing. Yeah, no, I think that'd be a great opportunity. Yeah, um, I was going to ask you something else. What was the next thing I was going to ask? There was a, uh, I guess I was going to look at some of the comments as well because I know some people have been talking there. Um, they're talking about the players that are on the team, not on the team. Um, yeah, so Goldschmidt is Jewish. He is eligible for Israel. I don't know uh, someone. That, to be honest. I don't know if he is. I've heard like multiple. Really? Yeah, I, I've heard he is and I've heard he isn't. So, uh, yeah, I'm not 100% sure about him. I know his, his last name sounds pretty Jewish. Yeah. But, but I don't know 100% if he, if he is. So, From what I've seen and what I understand is that he is of Jewish descent. Like he's Jewish, but yeah. uh, he's not like, – like I believe he's a Christian. So he's not, not a practicing yeah. Jew. And so because of that – they didn't necessarily like ever like reach out to him or really like pursue him to be on the team um, because he doesn't, I, I don't know, for lack of better terms, like embrace his Jewish heritage. Yeah. I don't know, but that would be him. The other one that uh, people were talking about that they didn't realize was eligible for, he's not Jewish himself, but similar to Alex Dickerson is Mike Moustakis is married to a Jewish woman. So yeah, he yeah, could no, play I mean, on the team. <laughs> would have wanted to play. I'm sure the team would have loved to have him. I don't know if they even like if that was even ever a possibility, but it's just funny to see like the names that could be on the team. Yeah, again with this whole eligibility thing, it's pretty crazy just how there. I mean, we need to get Mike Trout married to a Jewish. <laughs> right <laughs> oh man that's awesome well dude i've taken up plenty of your time i don't want to keep you too long i'm sure people want to talk to you now that you're officially listed on the roster so um is there anything else that you like wanted to plug or or anything that you wanted to share no i think uh you know hopefully i'll hop on before the tournament with you again i'm going to spring training next week uh so yeah i'm i'm ready to get after it. like i said i want this to be a, a coming out party for me in the classic and um you know i hope that's the case so let's go i love that hopefully that your your, your stock just rises everybody's gonna be watching the wbc so they're gonna get to see you on national yeah, television cool so i think like I said, yeah that's opportunity to do it that actually was my last question i remembered thank you for reminding me um do you know really 
quickly what the transition for minor leaguers is from the WBC back to spring training? No, I have no clue. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure if we get a couple day gap after it ends or, um, our, our season starts in April. Uh, so mm -hmm. we have some time. So, but I'd assume we just go back to spring training and, you know, resume if we were, you know, like if we were just there the whole time. Okay, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. It'll be interesting to see how that works. Cause I know that, I mean, that's probably the biggest issue with the WBC is trying to figure out spring training and the WBC. Last question someone asked, what do you think about the new hat for Israel? Oh, I think those are fire. I can't yeah. wait. I want to get like 10 for my whole family. You know, I love it. Yeah, that's actually one thing I didn't even say. Uh, I'm going to have a lot of family and friends, which is going to be super cool. I think I'll probably have around like 15, 20 people that are, that are traveling to come see. No so, way. Yeah, so I got to get them all the hat. Because my grandma already texted me. She said, can you send me the link? I can't wait to see her in a <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> grandma rocking the new era 5950. Yeah, <laughs> Man, I love it. Well, hopefully I get down there to Miami. If so, we'll definitely link up. But if if not, um, we'll connect. I mean, we'll, we'll talk for sure. So. Yeah, man. A lot of people are saying thanks in the comments. So really appreciate you coming on, man. It's really good to see you. Have a good night. Yeah. Good luck on the uh, in the WBC. We're really excited for you. Thank you so much. See you, bud. Bye. Awesome. Josh Wolf, pitcher in the Guardians organization. He is playing for Team Israel in the World Baseball Classic. Super cool, dude. Um, ever since we connected a couple months ago, he's just been awesome. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.